What's up, everybody? Three and a possible. Little delayed week here. We we uh, tried to record an episode last week, just Devion and I, but we had some technical issues, which we hope won't happen this time. And we were missing Joe. We really like the topics, so we're carrying over the, our favorite topics from the the show that could have been. Getting all three of us back here together. So, fellas, how we doing? I'm doing uh, well. All right, Joe got his uh, big promotion. Joe got his big promotion down at a 590 The Fan, now producing the biggest sports talk show in the St. Louis area. Shout out to you, Joe. Congrats. Yes, sir. Uh, he about to celebrate having his stepkids today. In the new Monday through Friday. And yeah. In the noon, Monday through they Friday, know, Frank Simano show. <clears throat> no, all right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna do some news. We got all star starters that we need to discuss. Um, were there some snubs? Do we want to change the process? We'll get into all of that. And then we got a couple uh, a couple rounds of start sit cut that I think will be uh, I think they'll be I think they'll be pretty fun. I think they'll be pretty fun. So let's start with some news. So let's start with you guys, the Lakers. Your Lakers are a whole mess right now. So a few weeks ago, Russ got benched. A couple weeks ago, Russ got benched against the Pacers. Last four minutes of the game, he had been struggling, turnovers, missing a lot of shots. Um, You can at least say since his benching, he's been shooting more efficiently. Turnovers, that's kind of still a game-by-game basis with Russ, which honestly it always has been. But the good news for the Lakers, hopefully good news, should be good news, is AD did come back uh, against the game against the 76ers that LeBron sat out. And AD put up 33 points, I want to say, some blocks, 12 rebounds. Like, looked, and it was actually playing inside, was playing like a big man. I think, uh, yeah, a lot of what we wanted to see from Anthony Davis all the time. Now we'll see how that lasts. And he did, uh, then again, get hurt in that game. He's nursing now, I, I think, is it a wrist? I think it's a wrist injury. So hopefully not, yeah. hopefully not too serious. But I just need to get I need to get a state of the affairs from my my resident Laker Laker fans. Um, Joe, I'm going to start with you first. Kind of tell me about the whole Russ situation and how you read it. You know, like what are your thoughts? What needs to happen uh, with Russell Westbrook and 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 then kind of carry into what you think about AD coming back. Man, if you're if you're Frank Vogel and I'm telling Russell Westbrook it's the fourth quarter, I'm telling you force the player to go left. And you do the exact opposite of what I tell you. I gotta bench you. I gotta make a point. Yo, you playing ass all season long. I'm at least need to have effort. If I don't get the effort, then I think Frank Vogel had every right to sit his ass, and I don't think uh, it should be an issue whatsoever. I like the fact that they benched him. They need to bring some other people in there and make him earn in minutes. Maybe that'll make him slow down and turn the ball over less because he is just not playing well this season, and that's it is what it is. And it's, it don't matter if Anthony Davis is healthy. If Anthony Davis is healthy, no one really cares what Westbrook's going to do because Anthony Davis in his last two games has proven that he changed the whole dynamic of that team. I think sitting out and seeing LeBron dominate at his position, Anthony Davis realized, like, if I can do that, then, then we straight. We said I'm tired of hearing Shaq and other people call me out saying that I'm not playing well. I think that's actually going to make him want to play well. We'll see if it's going to be consistent or not. I doubt he'll be consistent with it, but – if he is, the Lakers still got a chance. I'm telling you, if they get this together and they stay healthy, they got a chance. Devion, we've been saying that for much now, bro. <laughs> 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 
man. Like, I don't want him to be, you know, I'm a, I'm a Westbrook fan, you know, so I don't want him to be benched, but, like, as a Lakers fan, like, it's at that point, it's just like, shout out to both for having those type of nuts to actually bench a player like that, you know. So, I think he needs to do it because, yeah, he needs a wake-up call, man. Like, how, how are you fucking up like this? What did I say? What was it? I was going to take a look <laughs> how many shots this dude hit the backboard, the top of the backboard, air balls, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, how do you forget so bad. how to do a bank shot? You forcing shit. It's just like, damn, bro, like, you got some personal problems going on. Like, you need to, you need, you know, you need to take a week off. Like, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, it's just like, he's too good for him not to figure this shit out. And, and like, like I said before, like, he can be, like, he's at his best right now. He slashes and they just run a gun. He slashes, but he's not doing that for every fucking play. So now he can't create his own shot no more. It, he's not the triple-double king anymore. He's he still going to take. Yeah, he could be, but he's not. That's my problem. That's the problem. I'm like, damn, like you don't oh, gotta score the, the, the points. Can't be is because of yeah, because LeBron. Playing. Yeah, you got LeBron. Yeah. So, you, so in order for Russell to do that, yeah. you have to take the ball out of LeBron's hands. Yeah, and it's which not is why happen. before the season why I said this was a really stupid Facts. fit. Like it just didn't make sense. This is why they should have just traded Kuzma for Buddy Heald, like they had an agreement to do. That's that's what they should have done because Buddy Heald would have made more of an impact, or at least would have fit better on the team. Because he did everything we needed to hit, shooting, everything. And that's the thing about Russ. Like, bro, you if you ain't going to be slashing all day, you don't got no jump shot. So now, and that's the one thing we, Rick, we're yeah. missing. We, we don't have a jump shot. So it's just well, like. And another thing, like, so the, the way you want to build a team around Russell Westbrook is very similar to how you want to build a team around LeBron, right? Like, you need shooters, shooters around shooters. So you open okay. up the paint for those guys. And and Dang. so like, that's another thing that's hurting Russ is, like, this is this is a terrible situation for Russ because he's clearly lost some of his athleticism after all the surgeries and, you know, plus just getting older. Like, he's just not the same athlete that he once was. So he can't explode to the rim on a consistent basis. Like, you know, we saw a few weeks ago out of nowhere, he decided he was going to try and end somebody's life at the rim when he, he dunked all over somebody. Right. And then he got teed up after celebrating. But yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. We looked at him. You know, but, but the thing is, like, Russ, now when Russ like, is driving, when they play smart teams, like I saw, like I saw you guys playing, uh, you played the Heat last Sunday. You know, uh -huh. the Heat are going to play a smart defensive yeah. game plan. They said, all right, yeah, kick it out to all those shooters. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. And and so Russ is trying to score over two, three people at the rim. And, you know, he's 6'3". You know, he's not overly tall. And he's, now that he's lost the athleticism, it's he's having a harder time finishing. He's shooting like 56% around the rim, which is, you know, that's His pretty low. Butter. That's pretty Damn. low for somebody finishing around the rim. So I, I, will, I do want to throw this out there, and I get it. They're taking different shots. But Russell Westbrook is shooting a higher percentage from the field than James Harden, Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard. Um, here's some, there, there was like four or five people of, of that kind of couch stuff. That's pathetic. Uh, that kind of caliber that, you know, just say like people are clowning Russ. What I don't like about the whole situation is how Russ is, I think, getting disproportionately blamed 
for their struggles than any other star is getting blamed for their team's struggles or the Lakers' own issues. Like, Russell Westbrook is not the that. lone issue of the Lakers. <laughs> Rob Palenka no, put together or LeBron. Part of the part of the turnover issue was also roster construction because he's still trying to drive. Right. He's not trying to mm-hmm. shoot as many jump shots, and but he's got more people being able to get their hands on him hands on the ball when he's driving. So it, it's all tied together. And, and, and he got fucking Wayne. If this, if this was LeBron and AD, they because reports that I saw were saying that LeBron and AD were the ones that said no, make the trade for us, not Buddy Hield. That was kind of, that's how I read, that's what I read from, I don't don't know how plugged in those people are, but if that's the case, then they got to shoulder some of that because y'all need to figure it the fuck out then. Like Anthony Davis, you can't say, okay, yeah, let's go get Russ and then decide you're going to, I mean, obviously he's not trying to, but then you can't have a 16%, you know, uh, three point field goal percentage. Like you can't do that. Like you got to, you got to be a floor spacer at times, or at least a threat to space the floor. So there, it's a whole lot of issues, a lot of blame to go around. Moral of the story, though, I think uh, using they Russ and suck. LeBron in pick and roll situations, both <laughs> handling the ball, will be fine. No, I've seen it work. I've seen it. I was saying like that's that's the only thing that's gonna work. You got you got to like, use those two together. They, they got to be a threat yeah. together. I think I think I like it a little more with Russ being the ball handler, just because I don't know that teams are gonna react as hard to Russ rolling as. LeBron rolling, but you got to put pressure on teams that are like, oh shit, make them think just for a split second to get one of those guys able to go downhill. I think that's how you let, maximize let me ask you a question on that because <clears throat> what you just said, that might be the fucking answer to him. Honestly, and it sucks that I probably had to say this, but it's just like for it to actually work for him. I, when you think Russ would have to have the ball in his hand more and LeBron would have to be more off ball. Because he can actually do it a lot more. And he showed us when he went in the paint. And doing certain things, it's just like he's more versatile. Like, if he gets the ball out of his hand more and into Russ's, that's going to build confidence. You know, it's, it'll be a lot well, better well, it, for him. It's not even, it's not even about Russ's no. confidence. Like, LeBron is just purely a better off-ball player than Russell Westbrook is. Hands, it's not even close. Without a doubt. Yeah, he, he, he shoots the three better than, than Westbrook. He slashes better. Like, he does everything that you need someone to play off the ball. He does much better post than Russell better. Now, maybe this is all part of LeBron's big scheme of, like, finally getting off the more? ball. I don't understand that part. I, yeah, please. that's a good question. Rock the baby on these fools. Like, I don't know. That's a great question. That's, that's, but that's a lot. We ask for, like, we are asking a lot for people to do in one season to figure it out. But they can, but they can do it, though. I, that's here's here's my do. here's my you know like here's my glimmer They're of hope for you. They Lakers, better be able to do Lakers. it. Yeah, facts. So that's why I was like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> but here's here's I think here's a glimmer of hope. Facts. Russell Westbrook's teams that he's been on, he's been changing teams a lot lately. You know, when he was on the Rockets, they started slow, and then about February, yeah, took off. Last year, the Wizards started real slow. February, kind of took off. So. Yeah. And before before the Charlotte game and before the uh, the Philly game, I think Russ played okay in Philly, but um, it was cool. He, he actually he led a good comeback last night too. Like he just took a really stupid fucking shot to try and win the game at the end. Um, but Ooh. the he's he was starting to play a little better after the benching. Like he had started playing more efficiently. 
Um, I thought he had played a little better West post-benching. So maybe maybe it's starting to figure itself out. And once you get LeBron, AD, and Russ all back out there, maybe that's when you guys can take off. Uh, but let's move on. Let's move on to the East. Giannis. Giannis. Well, see, I, I, I like Giannis, but I don't know why you have to do this. <laughs> Giannis, what seemed unprovoked to me, decided to offer up that he blamed their loss in the playoffs a couple years ago to the bubble when he lost to my heat. He blamed it was the bubble, and he thinks in normal circumstances they would have beat the heat. Um, and then kind of keying it like, yeah, see, last year when it wasn't in the bubble, we swept the heat. And I was like, well, okay. Drew Holiday kind of made quite a bit of a difference there. But um, <clears throat> it gets to a, be- a bigger question because people have also said this about your Lakers, that it was like kind of a fraudulent championship because they won it in the bubble and all these different things. So I just want I want your guys' take on what Giannis said. You know, he was basically saying like the bubble was made for – the heat or something and like made for gave them some advantage. Joe, give me your, give me your thoughts on, on Giannis. I, I really don't want to hate him, but this, not, just, I didn't like this. Yeah. I, yeah. This is pointless in my opinion. I don't even know why he brought it up whatsoever. It, it, cause now, cause then we can <laughs> call in championships fraudulent. Now we can go to you and we can nitpick you. This is the NBA, bro. This is the NBA. We love drama. We'll nitpick you. Cause you was a toe on the line away from losing to the Brooklyn Nets, and all they had was KD and a fat, slow, hamstring-hurting James Harden. And you was down 2-0 against the Phoenix Suns in the finals, and then Sarge got hurt, so then they didn't have enough big men to help guard you. So I'm just saying, if we, we can break this down if you really want to. So I, he should be a little careful because if he don't get it done this year, people going to hop on him and say, well, your ch- championship was a little fraudulent too because – a lot of people got injured, and it made it a lot easier for you to go through that East and win the championship. So he better be careful. He lucky he's Giannis, and people mm-hmm. like him. Yeah, crybaby ass, crybaby ass. This boy <laughs> bitching. How you gonna complain about the bubble? Like you got the perfect. You literally have the yeah. perfect situation as a basketball player to thrive. No distractions. Same place. Yeah. Only thing you gotta worry about is basketball. Don't get mad because Miami Heat was built for a y'all fumble. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's all it come down to. I'm like, bro, show whole ass up. Like, you, like you're, you're like one of the top players in the nation. Well, in the country, in the world. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So why are you complaining about something that these people capitalize on when you literally capitalize on all of everybody's pitfalls last year? Like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just use that as fuel that you lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all suck. Miami was better than y'all every year until last year when y'all won the championship. Miami was clearly better than that. They could not beat Miami. They could not figure, like, figure them out. So you can't get mad at somebody who, a grinded grit team that were able to rest and thrive, and then y'all messed up. They had a perfect opportunity to do it, too, and they messed up. So don't bring up. The past, like you know, what I'm saying, because like Joe said, if you want to nitpick, we can really, we can really go there. We, we can really, especially with we you, can really, do it. Like, we can really go there. You know what I'm saying? But take your, take your W and and, and lead the past along, bro. Right. Okay. So I got, I got plenty to say about this one. So one, first of all, <laughs> of course, first of all, you won last year. <laughs> like you won last year. So just like all he had to say was, I don't know if he was asked or whatever, but all he had to say was. 
yeah, you know, the, they had a really good game plan. We learned a lot in the offseason, came back stronger, made some moves, and, and then we, we broke through and got our championship. And everyone be like, okay, cool. Good answer, Giannis. Bingo. And, and, and that's, that's the truth of it all. Like, they, they went and got Drew Holiday. They went and got P.J. Tucker, right? Like, they made those moves because of what happened to them in the bubble. It wasn't because it, the bubble was fluky. So here's some statistics to, to just to show Giannis how dumb he is. So Jimmy Butler, in the regular season before the bubble, was averaging 20 points a game, um, eight rebounds, and, and five assists. In the bubble, Jimmy Butler averaged 20 points a game, eight rebounds, and six assists. So he got an extra assist in the bubble. He, he, he did that on 50% shooting in the bubble versus 48% shooting in the regular season. He was the same fucking player. He was the same fucking player. Tyler Hero shot actually one percentage point worse from three in the bubble than he did before the bubble. Just people didn't know about Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. That was a thing. The national media found out about those boys in the bubble because that's all we had to watch, right? Yep. So the issue was that the Bucks didn't learn how, apparently Mike Budenholzer didn't learn how to make in-game adjustments in the playoffs <laughs> until last year's postseason against Brooklyn. Still does it. That's no, what caused them to lose. They were good last year. I like uh, that. It's what he should have been doing for a long time. It I was begging him it to do for a very long time. But like, yeah, yeah, it took a long It took yeah. desperation to do. Like well, It really could, wasn't in-game. It was like game-to-game, which is a step yeah. up from Mike Budenholzer. All right. Exactly. Third, if we really want to talk about fluky championships, <laughs> if you look at it, okay, so before, so two years ago, right, the Heat played the Lakers. The next year, the Lakers and the Heat made the playoffs, right? Like, they both at least made the playoffs and were the Lakers without injury before injuries were, like, right around the same seed they were the year before. How about this year? Who did the Bucks play in the Eastern Conference Finals? The fucking Hawks. Where are the Hawks right now? They're not even in the goddamn play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. With the, the same fucking team, minus them just shipping out Cam Reddish. Yeah. So which one was flukier? Like, what, what's flukier? The Heat beating the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Pacers two years ago? Or the Bucks beating uh, the Heat, then the Nets, which you pointed out, toe in the line, could have sent them home. Um, and then the fuck the fucking Hawks in the the Hawks in the Eastern Conference. Oh my God, the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I said I was going to respect the Hawks them, is so bad, but now see they they just keep they just keep they're fucking so me over. Like they just, whatever I say, they're going to do the opposite. So they're now they're probably going to win like fifteen in a row. But whatever. So at the end of the day, Giannis they traded Cam Reddish. Come on, bro, give it up. Oh, maybe maybe less distraction, but you know Giannis just just it's okay. You lost. You overcame. Y'all won. Now do it again this year. Yeah. It's as, it's as simple as that to me. Alright, let's let's talk about a player that I think is like a three and a possible kind of favorite. I think we all kind of pull for. Boogie. Uh Cousins is signing a second Joe, you 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 found it. So you Signing a second 10-day contract with the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Uh, been playing well wherever he seems to fucking go. I don't know why he doesn't stay on a team for longer. But, uh, Joe, do you have any quick reaction to uh, Boogie getting another shot in Denver? Hey. Oh, man. Heck, yeah. I'm happy for him, man, because he was a dominant. When he was with New Orleans and it was him and AD, they had a good thing going. He was playing well. And 
it looked like he could still be that dominant player, but it sucks with all that injuries. It's just going to take him time to get back. And these 10 day contracts may actually help him and motivate him to stay in shape and try to work on his craft. Cause I think he's still got some ability. It's just going to be all about his endurance and his ability to play back to backs. Cause you can put him out there. Uh, you just can't, you gotta, he, I just don't think he has that offense no more. If he can find a way to focus on defense and rebounds, he'll be in the league way longer. But if he still think he's that type of player that can be the number one or two option <laughs> offensively, then I just think it's not going to work. This 10 day contract will be nice for this year. But then you won't be seeing much of him again. Devion? Yeah. Uh, what is it? I believe he might be the first player ever to play for every team in the NBA. So, like, I like, bro. I just don't, I don't, like, I just don't get it. Like, he, he plays well. Like, literally, he plays well. Um, obviously, he's not like a, you know, 20 and 10 player anymore, but, you know, at nights he can get you fifteen and eight. You know, he can be a ten and six player, which is better than half the people's rosters, anyways. And he's gonna beat you up. Don't care about getting in your right. head. It's just like a grinding great player. So I'm like, I, I don't, I'm happy he's with Denver because I wasn't too sold on it, like with like how it worked with Denver. But I know it could work because of like New Orleans, but. I just didn't know like how late in his career if he can stay healthy long enough because he has these stints where he'll be cool, then he gets a little injured. And it might be a weight problem, like you said. It could be a weight problem where he needs to like lose some weight or people, you know what I'm saying, feel a certain type of way, like how long will we get him before he gets hurt? Because I think he deserves a roster spot with half these bum-ass dudes that's out here. Like, he can get a, a contract. Like, okay. It don't even have to be that long. It'd be a year contract. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully Denver brings – I hope this is – he can find some team to stick with something like, man, because he is good enough to still be in the NBA and be on the roster. And in the playoff time, especially in the playoff times, like, like he's going to be very helpful, especially when people are dealing with injuries – and those, some of those games, you might have to rest your big-time players just for, you know, a short run. Throw him out there. He extra body. He going to bang you up. He don't care about fucking the other team up at all. He don't care about getting a text. Like, you need that. So, I, I don't know. I all think right. he's just down on his luck. Shouldn't have gave up that dumbass contract. Shouldn't have did that shit with your contracts. Karma now. When he did that dumbass thing with his contract, lost it, and then – Gave it up to go sign with the fucking Warriors, and then he ain't made a million dollars a year since. Like, yeah, just, the, just I, think the thing, I don't, I don't really understand the thing with Boogie, like, because my point, my my way of thing is, like, I don't personally want him on the Miami Heat because he doesn't really fit with how the Miami Heat defend and like his role. Like, you need Pat someone that's a would more not accept Demarcus agile. Anyway. That's just. Nah, bad, bad, wrong, he wrong might. fit, terrible. I don't think either he gonna my, really like, get him together. My, my, or my thing is like Milwaukee, right? Like you use Brook Lopez as your center. Brook Lopez, you use him to, you know, kind of space the floor, mm-hmm. rebound, and defend the interior. Demarcus Cousins can do that. So like being like a backup to Brook Lopez seems like a, a fine fit to me. 
you know, like I know they already have Bobby Portis, and like I'm fine. Yeah. Like it seemed like they're using him more as just like a more as a kind of placeholder for when Brooke was hurt, like with Brooks' injury. But I don't even think Brooks back yet. So like that's why I was kind of confused that they let him go. And then I think Denver's another good fit because like the way Jokic plays, like Demarcus Cousins can play the exact same way. Like Demarcus Cousins has forever been an underrated passer, like very good mm-hmm. passing big man. So he can do a lot of this. He's got a very similar skill set to Jokic. So he Obviously, he can't quite do it like Jokic anymore. But I think he should land. I think that'd be a, a solid spot for him to land for the for the rest of the year. I don't know if they're just um, going to have to manipulate their roster because of all these you know different exceptions with COVID and, and all those different things. So I don't know if that's kind of the hangup. But the only the other thing I can think of is like maybe teams are worried like when they got to the playoffs – and, and, and rotation shortened, they think Boogie would be left out and then he wouldn't handle that well. I, I'm, not, I'm like, I'm really grasping at straws on, on why he hasn't landed somewhere more full time. But let, let's move on to the biggest news of this past week. The All-Star starters were announced. And I want to know if you guys think anybody got snubbed or anybody doesn't belong. I think I know one that we'll all agree on. But... So first, let's start with the <laughs> let's start with the East. I think the East is a little more a little more agreeable. So the East starters are going to be Trey Young, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Demar Derozan, Joel Embiid. KD is the captain from the East, so he'll be getting the pick from both sides. Any any issues with the with the starters in the East? Joe, you can uh, you can go first. No. No, no problems whatsoever. I mean, I know Trey Young's not winning right now, but he's still playing lights out. I mean, the record sucks, but I don't want to hear no noise about Darius Garland should get that spot over Trey Young. I know the All Star game in Cleveland, but come on, bro, that ain't star. That's the All Star game. We want to see stars. We want to see superstars. Darius Garland's not a star or a superstar yet. Yeah, he a role player that's playing nice this year. Relax. Nobody wants to see that. So I don't have no problem with anything on there. Right, stars, and they deserve to be there. This boy bogus. There is Garland's hey, not just a role player lying. playing well. This man was picked fourth in the fourth in the draft for a reason and has been balling. But Devion, go ahead. Role no, player playing well. Um, yeah, we ain't gonna say that. Yeah, I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say all that, Joe. But do he's a young budding star. Yeah, uh, let me see this. Nah, I'm cool with this, and I'm yeah, happy Demar made it. Now that's I would have been pissed if he didn't make it. Yeah. So, but nah, East got it right, but you know who didn't get it right? So I'm gonna say the East got it a little wrong. I don't think Trey Young should be starting. I think he's a lot of empty calories, empty stats. Not mad at him starting. Like I'm fine with it. Like I'm not angry with it. But I think I think Zach Levine should have started over him. Like Levine's yeah. been putting up, Levine's been putting up pretty much just as good I, numbers as okay actually winning. I'm okay with that. So I, yeah, that's, that, 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 I can't that's get my that. one. That's my one critique. Like I'm fine with Trey Young because he's. I think Trey Young is probably better than Zach Levine, but um, I just think you should reward. You should reward winning at some point when it's when it's close. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Gar- Garland, I think, yeah. will make Garland. the all-star team as a reserve. I don't think he should be starting either, but he is a fuck. He's a fucking Thanks. star, Joe. He's a budding star. He's not a goddamn role player, but all right, let's go to the Whatever, West. Man. I've seen so players this is where it gets interesting. Year ball out. And then the third year when everybody figures them out, they ain't shit. This dude, this dude's such a hater. 
I ain't boy want to see him fail. Fail <laughs> right. on his downfall. <laughs> John Morant, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, LeBron, and Jokic are starting for the West. LeBron is the captain. He'll be the captain in for the game in Cleveland, so that's kind of cool. Um, there's kind of one guy on here that's not quite like the others. <laughs> uh, so, Joe, just start us off. Bruh, the fans are bogus as fuck for this one, bro. Like, really, Andrew Wiggins? Like, I get he's playing well and better than we ever thought he will play. Because this, to me, it says more about Steve Kerr than it does Andrew Wiggins. Because Steve Kerr and that organization has found a way to make Andrew Wiggins work. But this dude is not no starting all-star. I'll be okay with him being a reserve, but y'all got him starting this them this is why people don't like Golden State because they fans wild as hell for this one. How the hell did he get so many votes that he was even considered in this situation? I mean, I get how the we're gonna get into it, how the structure of the voting works and who they <laughs> vote into the All Star game. But this this is fucking wild. That's this young. Is insane. So it doesn't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> I thought this was a joke. <laughs> this boy Wiggins. It's only one person I know who probably happy about that, and that's our homie. That's the only dude I know who be happy. They need to go fix this, bro. Because literally, you look at everybody else. If they just make one adjustment, I can look at everybody on reserves. Anything that should be starting over him, like literally. All right, so you guys want to know why Andrew Wiggins ended up in with in third in the voting? You guys want to know the reason? I got the reason for you. I don't know if you guys are familiar with K-pop, like the Korean pop stars, and like how crazy they go on social media. Well, one of the leading K-pop, like one of the biggest K-pop stars, decided they were going to make it their sole purpose in life, apparently, to get Andrew Wiggins starting in the All Star game. So they. They put out a post, you know, like, like, oh, if you retweet this, then double votes or he gets votes. Single post like that's what did it, man. <laughs> that's <laughs> lame, bro. Starting in the all-star bro, game. that's so lame. If I was in the wings, I wouldn't even want that all-star start. I'm like, bro, uh, a whole bunch of teenage girls voting for me? Come on, man. That's ridiculous. They don't even watch it. They're trying to win free tickets. Uh, free concert tickets, man. Man. That's 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 why he ended up third in the fan voting. Again, I think we all agree he's an all star this year. Like he deserves <laughs> to be an all star with some of the injuries. Um, but it, it is really interesting. I don't know if this has ever happened before. Maybe it has. But both teams that are in first place in in both conferences, no starters from those teams. Like no Suns are starting and no Heat are starting. Which the Heat make a little more sense with all the injuries. But the Suns, like, no Chris Paul, no Devin Booker. And when you really think about it, like, the way it's yeah, constructed, I'm not mad about it. Because, like, there's no way in hell you're starting either one of them over Steph or Ja. And the way that it's set up right now, you only get two from the backcourt. So, like, sorry. Man, they, need to, they need to change that, bro. Like, I was yeah, mad. So we, we talked about this before the show, and I want to get your guys' more full reaction and thoughts to it. Right. I think they should do. Oh, bro! I'm Facts. Sorry, Facts. sorry. I was about to say that. I was like, at least Rudy ain't starting because if he was starting, 
I mean, he honestly probably yeah. deserves it more than Wiggins does, Man, to be honest. Fuck him. But, like, they're both boo-boo. A little bit, a little bit. Hey, I'd be, I'd be happy if neither one of them was on the list. I would lose All right, so here's, here's what I'm – this is what yeah. I'm kind of suggesting to maybe fix this because the two and the three are so interchangeable in the NBA right now. It, it doesn't really make sense that, like, a guy like Devin Booker is getting – can't start because John Brant and Curry are playing so well, but then a Wiggins can start. Like, those two could play the same position. So my suggestion would be – you only need two front court, two back court, and then the next leading vote getter gets the fifth spot because you could just change them so easily. You could easily make a starting five. We want to see just fun basketball at the end of the day. So give us the stars. Uh, Joe, what do, you, what do you think? Better better situation than we got right I, now, or you think you're still going to have the same issues? I think you're going to have the same issues. In my opinion, I think you should just be like, okay – you need a big man. Consider the you, you got to have one big man, and then everybody else, whoever's the top four, that's your four, and then that five, you got one big man, no matter what, because you got to have a big man. Because it would be real shitty if you had all guards and then the other team, like in the East, they would have so many power forwards and small forwards, and then in the West, it would be all guards. So you got to have at least one big man in that situation, and I'd be cool with that. But but if they're doing a draft, now, it's just though, too, it really wouldn't it's matter. It's too talented in certain spots. Yeah, but do I, do they really do the draft? The draft is for like what? Well, I mean, it's, I guess they do do a draft. You're right. I don't know. Yeah, like LeBron. All star game really don't matter. Then like that. Like I guess it matters for your legacy. It matters for your legacy. That's about it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> don't really matter. Well, and some like it's cool. It's the all star game. Do people really care about it that much get anymore? Paid if they make the all star game. That's true. I know. That's I don't forgot about that. No, not really. I still want to. I still want to go to an All Star game. I don't care. That's about the only thing I care about. So you just want to go for the hoes. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, you're right. But still, yeah, All Star weekend. Uh, bro, strippers <laughs> playing all year long Got for the NBA All Star weekend. Come on now. <laughs> hey, hey, so Got a little bit of money now. Hey. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah, I'm cool with that. Like just one big man and extend it out because it's like, bro, I'm trying not to sound like no hater, bro. Like with him, like cool. He got it. Nobody expected Wiggins to ever make a fucking all-star game. But yeah, bro, they got to change this, bro. First Rudy, now this. I can't, I can't, I can't stomach this, bro. Like, no, at this point, it's just like, damn, bro, just don't worry about who's from the East or the West. Just just start picking. You know, I'd rather that than, than this shit. You know, yeah, just I like that. try that out, man. Like, yeah, but this is this way. Hey, shout out to that K-pop star, though, bro. That, that's player, though. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's player. Andrew Wiggins, you better key. capitalize on this and start doing some branding. And come out with some t-shirts and stuff, and go get some right. jersey sales from this. You better capitalize on this. Walk that out boy to a did that for you. You hear me, bro? I'm talking about all the. the you better come out to that K-pop song. All right, y'all ready for uh, some start set cut? Yes, sir. Yeah, this one kind of tough. So. All right, so the first one. <laughs> Joe and Joe, you're gonna go first. This first one is Jason Tatum, 
Devin Booker and Zach Levine. The thinking for me on this one was let's get some guys that are still young, kind of budding, kind of kind of coming into their own. They're all scorers, um, you know, but they haven't quite accomplished. I feel like a lot yet to where they necessarily kind of where their status seems to go. Like people talk about these guys in in very big, you know, like, oh, that's a top ten player, top this player, but. You know, they haven't won anything yet. Booker came close last year, but um, you know Tatum's gone to an Eastern Conference Finals. Levine's finally winning some games this year, so I think they're all kind of it's, in the same uh, kind of category. So, Joe, uh, this is let me right now, your... right? No projections, right now. Right now. No projections, right now. Right all now. Right. Man, all right. See, look, Jason Tatum having a terrible last year though, but I'm starting Jason Tatum because I haven't seen him lead a team to the Eastern Conference Finals by himself. I've seen him do it. So I'm starting Jason Taylor. By himself. I know, he can t- I know he ain't playing good this year. Yes. Yes. By himself. Jalen Brown, eh, whatever, whatever. Eh. But I see seen the potential in the peak of, of Jason Tatum. So I'm going to start Jason Tatum, and I'm going to sit Devin Booker. And I'm going to sit Devin Booker for one reason. And it's, it may not be a fair slight, but before he got Chris Paul, everybody was saying they didn't go okay, to Devin Shaman. Booker has that potential, but he hasn't really got there. Well, that too. That helped. But he, he didn't quite get there so, until Chris Paul got there. So I just don't know. Without that, If Chris Paul wasn't there, would the Phoenix Suns be doing what they're doing? Like, I know Devin Booker could drop 40, no. but he ain't going to do it consistently. Jason Tatum could drop 40, 50. He don't do it consistently either. But I've seen Jason Tatum be able to play and win without a point guard. So that's why I'm starting Jason Tatum, and I'm sitting Devin Booker, and then I'm cutting Zach Levine. Like, yeah. You looking good this year, but your potential not that good to me. Like, I know you can put up 40, but you all right to me. Zach Levine. You said is, right now, and I'm talking about right now. It's the best he gonna get. It's the best he gonna Man. get. So I'm Jason Tatum, Devin All right, Devin, Booker, Zach Levine, you out of here. Talks talk some sense into this man. Boy, I am cutting Jason Tatum. What are you talking about? He did it by himself. <laughs> like Jalen Brown. Man. When they start having uh, issues with Jalen Brown or any type of issue, this the Boston Celtics start sucking. Like Jason Tatum is good, but he cannot win on his own. He's not built like that. He's a one-on-one player. Ain't nobody can like, He really is. He's a he one-on-one player. player. I get that. Yeah. No, I, Dirk did. But that's a different story. Dirk did a little bit better than most people, but that's the difference. Uh, but Jason Taylor, he, no, bro, he is – Jason Taylor ain't doing shit. Yeah, he got a solid 10, but he's only, he was only superstar. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this right now. Jalen Brown, Brown is better than anybody that was on Dirk's team that won that first that – Not first even year close. Miami victory. Way better. No, oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's Not fair. even close. Jason Tatum is getting cut this year because he he, he that's what I'm saying. He he's pretty much been the same player throughout the whole extent of his career right now. Um okay. and they've got him worse every year. They had they peaked and got worse. Like the only thing they got is Jalen Brown and him. Jalen Brown. All right, Mister Negative. Who the fuck oh. are you starting? Jesus Christ! You spent all this time. I mean, Jesus. Because I fucking hate Boston, and this nigga, this nigga gonna say some starting Jason Tatum for that man. Fuck Jason. No, I don't fuck Jason Tatum. But Hell still. yeah. Uh, CCP baby. C World. C World. 
Uh, fuck that, dude. I'm starting D-Book, and I am shitting Zach Levine, and I'm cutting Jason Tatum. And Book and Jake, I mean, Zach, that's literally a coin flip to me. Like, literally, that's literally a coin flip. Book and them was just doing better right now. And that's it. Like, Zach Levine, they're like this to me right now, this season. So I'm those two. I'll take my chance on them right now, Tatum. Boo! This is the most variety I think we've ever had in one of these. This is great. Yeah, boo! All right, I'm starting Zach Levine, sitting Booker, sitting Booker, and cutting the fuck out of Jason Tatum. I'm sorry, Jason Tatum just. He 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 wants to be Kobe, but doesn't understand how Kobe actually operated within a game. He just sees the tough shots that Kobe made and wants to emulate Big facts. those types of styles. We don't understand how to win. So that's my issue with Jason Tatum. He doesn't play make. Uh, so basically, if he's just going to take a bunch of really Fair. stupid shots and not really fit in with a team, I, I'm cutting him. Now, I'm kind of with you, Devion. I'm really close on Booker and Levine, and I've gone back and forth on both of them. Um, I'm starting Levine, I think, because he's a better playmaker. I, I think that's it. And, and at the end yeah, of the day, it's because right now, and I think they're – I like Booker's like scoring ability a little more, but I think what's really impressed me about Levine this year is how quickly he was able to fit in with all those new pieces and, and, and contribute to winning. And at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to win. It's not about who can have the, who's going to have the highest have the, you know, single-game point total. It's it's about winning basketball games, and like Joe said, Devin Booker just started winning when CP got there. So you know, and and they took a little more time to kind of gel last year. You know, whereas the Bulls just hit the ground running. So I'm going slight edge to the Levine to start him, sit Booker, and cutting Tatum. Now, Joe, this one, this one's especially for you. I really wanted to include one of your your You're, favorite I know. players. I know you do. Had to make it a little. Had to make it a little fun. Um, but this is like our sixth man of the edition, or sixth man of the year edition. So why don't you you're put starting a bench there, player? It's kind of weird, but you're. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna. That's what I was thinking about putting on there. But I was looking at the numbers, and like the numbers were just like, wow, Patty Mills fucking sucks compared to these other guys. So I didn't do it. Um, so here we go, sixth man of the year edition. You're still starting the best one, Tyler Hero. Kelly Oubre and Jordan Clarkson. So Jordan Clarkson won it last year. Kelly Oubre had kind of struggled last year, but is putting up really good numbers for the Hornets. And Tyler Hero is the second leading scorer on the Miami Heat, who are in first place. So start, sit, cut, six minute of the year edition. Joe, give me your give me your order. See, see, you wrong for this. Uh, please, I had to start the St. Louis dude on the last man. one. Please. And then on this one, I'm going to have to cut the St. Louis dude right off the bat. Kelly Oubre got to go. I he showed flashes. No, nah, dude got some bounce. Every now and then he got some bounce. And I'm like, he getting drug tested after this game. But his consistency is ass. Bro, got to go. <laughs> I can't stand Kelly Oubre. He pisses me off the way he plays basketball sometimes. So, dude, got to go. I don't even care about nothing else. He gots to go. But I'm going to start Tyler Hero. I mean, you got to start Tyler Hero, dude. It's ridiculous. And then I'll sit Jordan Clarkson because, I mean, he is the sixth man of the year last year. Dude can – He's better than I ever thought he would be coming out of Mizzou. He found his niche, and he got the green light, and it's working so far. So I'm going to see him. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Sounds like it hurts for you to admit that stuff, huh? (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, a little bit, a little bit. Buggy, uh, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. Um, Tyler Hero is the best out of all three. Um, I'm starting him. Uh, I am sitting Jordan Clarkson. Like Jordan Clarkson just got a bag, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like he he's he's a he's a very helpful player. He's to me a little bit more consistent and more impactful when he plays well. Cool. Kelly Oubre, you don't know what Kelly you getting that night. So like I've seen him do some of the dumbest shit in, in the fucking world playing. And you just don't know what you gonna get from him that day. Like for real, like. And he's nice too. He got a good upside. Like, well, I ain't gonna say he. He nice, bro. He has flashes of him being really good, but I'm gonna cut him because he's a little too inconsistent. If I gamble on him, man, this boy didn't got. Yeah, yeah he's still hanging tight. Let's keep going. <laughs> man. You ain't lying though. Kelly Uber is pissed me off so much. He be playing some dumb basketball. Man, you heard me. How, how this man going to say with D-Book, Chris Paul's the only reason he's winning. When Jason Tatum had all those picks and everything for him to win, he still didn't win. And D-Book got one player and went further than him. I mean, I, I mean, Jason Tatum ain't never had a point guard though. Come on, man, they ain't never had a point guard the whole time he was there. No, I'm Danny saying Haines that's the organization failed him, bro. Because that's like they they failed him, bro. The little bums what, they failed. What him, if bro. the Celtics went out instead of instead of re-signing Marcus Smart, they went out and signed Lonzo Ball in the offseason. Then you had Lonzo Ball, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. That team will look totally different. Well, that shows you why I think Boston sucks as an organization. All right. I've, I've dropped out <laughs> for a second. Internet connection on my, my end. We're back, though. So, Devion, I just want to make yeah. sure I'm getting your start sick cut with uh, with the six-man of the year edition. Yeah, the same as Joe? Yeah, same as Joe. Pretty much same reason. Kelly Hubert is inconsistent. Jordan Clarkson is more valuable. It's like a white man that come in and – Two black dudes talking, and you just gonna cut us off like that, huh? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't get to share my. I don't get to share my order. Like, I'm y'all, y'all said, y'all I'm back. No time to talk I'm about back, Jason y'all. Tatum. Forget them. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> right. I am back. Got boy, that's so funny, boy. <laughs> oh man, that's, oh, that's funny. Well, I, no, I just want to make sure that you were. I just want to make sure that you were. You were both wrong. That's what. That's all I wanted to make. I just want to make sure that you guys were both wrong in your order. So obviously, you, you obviously got the first one right. Tyler Hero is the easy starter of the of the three. But I'm cutting Clarkson. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to Utah this year, but Clarkson ain't been the same Clarkson from last year. And Ubre has been has been dropping. 30 pieces for the Hornets. So, y'all say you don't like the way Oubre plays. I'm not mad at it because Oubre, he pisses me off too. But Jordan Clarkson plays the exact same way. He just shorter. So, this year, I think Oubre doing a a little better job. So, he gets to to sit. You know, Clarkson got to go. It's all good. But I am interested with y'all. Y'all were back to arguing about the Celtics. I mean... Yeah, man, I just can't stand him, bro. Yeah, because I said, how the fuck are you going to say D-Book 
only doing good because of Chris Paul. And I was like, Jason Tatum got every pick in the known to man, and he couldn't do nothing with it. That's why I'm like, that organization sucked, and that's why he getting cut. He sure acted like Kyrie Irving was not a Celtic with Jason Tatum. He ain't do nothing. He was they, hurt. They didn't go nowhere. He played like 28 that's games. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't get no fuck. Okay, and then the next year, what happened? They did better the year without Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie didn't, didn't hurt it. He didn't win. Kyrie didn't want to be there. Don't matter. Man. Why didn't want to be there? Hey, don't – Kyrie dressed up. Maybe, maybe he don't didn't like it. playing with – Maybe he didn't want to be there because no, Jason Boston Tatum. is racist. Maybe Jason Tatum was – No, because Boston is racist. Well, that's true. That's true. That's yeah, that is. But Kyrie been hurt everywhere he didn't been. He ain't wanted to stay nowhere he didn't been at, but they be winning. And he got a ring, out. too, so, hey. <laughs> or does. Hit one of the best shots ever in the finals history. That was – that was – that was – love watching that man play basketball. I just wish he wouldn't talk sometimes, but it's all good. Hey, way more questions. <laughs> all right. Throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah, right. I agree. Hey, when it comes to clutch, Kyrie Irving's, like, the, like, highest tier in terms yeah. of clutch shot making. Him, Durant. You mean LeBron James and LeBron, uh, and, and it's not it's not you mean instead of it's and, but all right let's <laughs> let's let's end the show choosing love or choosing violence. Joe, I'll let you go first. I just hate these niggas sometimes. I'm choosing love. I'm choosing love for my boy, AB Antonio Brown. You know, at the beginning of the basketball season, oh, it was my boy Kyrie Dread Sky Irving. But now it's my boy, A.B., you know, he's standing up for the people. He said, I ain't going to be your slave. My ankle hurt. I got incentives to play, but y'all want me to play on a bad ankle. I ain't finna be your slave. I ain't got to play. And then they threw 200000 at him saying he need mental health services. And he said, I don't have no mental problems. I'm suing y'all for defamation because y'all trying to make everybody think I'm crazy. I hope A.B. wins his lawsuit, get his money, and he showed the NFL – he ain't they. He ain't they. Negro. He's standing up. My boy AB. Let's go. Ride or die. Oh, that's one of the. Oh Lord, Joe. Why do you? Why do you keep trying to back people just making the most absurd comments? Bro, he from Florida, bro. That's normal for them. Stop hating on them. Yeah, exactly. Antonio Brown exactly. is like the definition of a Florida man. Oh, oh yeah, bro. He's a Florida boy. This is normal, bro. That's Facts. he ain't crazy. Facts. He ain't crazy, Facts. bro. That's just. I never, I never That's seen somebody shit. complain about an injury, say he didn't want to play, but then be mad that he didn't get targets while he should, in his mind, shouldn't have been playing. Then leaves the field, jumping on, jumping up and down on set injured ankle, and then That's adrenaline. just doesn't want to, just doesn't want to get surgery on the ankle that apparently needs surgery. So like what, like Antonio Brown, like uh, whew, Antonio Brown, and then. Didn't he trash Ben when he left Pittsburgh? Like, wasn't that one of the things he was like? Which I'm, I'm cool with that. Ben, I think is an asshole. That happened. That Didn't happened. he like one of the that things? Happened. Like, I, I don't. Yep, that happened. And then, and then two days ago, he was like, "Congrats, Rachel's legend, brother? on a great career. Happy for you." Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I, so he probably the love is an affair asshole. for Big Ben right now is. Yeah, exactly. Like the the love for Big Ben right now is mind blowing to me, but. Regardless. Yeah, I don't know. I like him so and, much. Antonio, man. Antonio Brown. That's a that's a weird guy to champion right now, Joe. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Devion, hey, what are you hey, what are you doing? Uh, 
I mean, I like it. White man tell me not to support uh, a black man. Look uh, at that. Yeah. I might I might be crazy too, so shit, I like people like that too. So but Isaiah Thomas, baby. That's My man's back. He making impacts. This boy got a legendary four-point play <laughs> with two players involved. Evan got fouled. A three-point made. This boy is the goal. I just, I'm just happy for eight, uh, IT, man, especially when weak-ass Boston played him. And that's why they suck now, because ever since they played him, they ain't been the same since, dumb bitch. And he came to their rivals, and we're going to be winning with him. So I like AIT. So anytime you're, you're gonna do what with him, we're gonna win with him. Oh, okay. So making sure I heard that right. Yeah, you heard it right, bro. IT is the key. <laughs> IT is the key. <laughs> nah, but Fredo. No. Okay. Nah, but Fredo. I'm, I'm happy for IT like anything. Yeah, I know. I told you that's why I like AB. Uh, <laughs> but. No, I like anything, anytime I, anything happens good with IT, I think that is good because they really ain't giving him, like, a first shot at all, ever. So anytime something good happens, I'll be, I'm happy for bro. And he put yeah, it over the five niners of the world, bro. Five nine and below, he, he that's our champion. He's our king. Ugly. <laughs> Happy so, for you. I'm happy. I'm happy that yeah. your king is is back and, and succeeding. No, I, I love when, yeah. when it gets gets his shot. He deserves it. Yeah. Um. All right. So you guys have been choosing all this love. That's cute. It's real adorable. Happy that you guys are in such a loving mood. I'm not. I am choosing fucking hate of the baseball um, writers of America. Fuck them. So they haven't been keeping track. So this week uh, was the last year of eligibility. For Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, and Kurt Schilling, right? For the greatest players to ever step foot on a baseball field. And I know we're a basketball podcast, but occasionally dabbles in football, but this one just pisses me off too much. So Barry Bonds, the all-time home runs leader. Um, obviously, we all know his accolades. Like, man was walked with the bases loaded, intentionally walked with the bases loaded because they didn't want to – they'd rather give up one run than, than two or more, right? Like, that's how fucking dominant he was. Okay, so I've always thought it's stupid because one, baseball is a baseball is a sport of cheating, right? Pitchers have been cheating the entire time. Herb. Like pine tar on bats. Like they they've always players have always been finding ways to fucking cheat in baseball, right? To get an edge. So now you're gonna cherry pick this form of cheating, this iteration of cheating, and then bar all these players from the Hall of Fame, right? And it's steroids. Like a lot of these guys never actually technically even failed tests, but they just we just know that like Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, McGuire all cheated. But we don't know that all the other people in their era, we don't know who did or did not cheat. So if you're gonna allow some players to get in, you are basically like like the writers are playing essentially God. It's like they they know for certain which players did and did not cheat, right? So I've always thought that was stupid. If you're gonna if you're not gonna let Bonds in, you can't let anybody from the era in. Anybody at all. No Ichiro, no Ken Griffey, no um, Pedro Martinez, none of these guys. Because you can't tell, you don't know if those guys were clean or not. You're essentially rewarding cheating better. Like that's essentially what they they ended up doing. So I already had a huge issue with all that. Then this year, they they really just they decided they were going to make themselves look even fucking worse. 
David Ortiz, who I like, and I think David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer. I want to say that very clearly. I think he's a Hall of Famer. David Ortiz failed a PED test in 2003. The same – it was supposed to be a mm-hmm. non-test. It's the same that we found out that Sammy was, was cheating because someone leaked the information. So you're so basically now it's turned into you can cheat, but if I like you and you're a likable person, you can go into the Hall of Fame. And it, it, it's it's so stupid. So this is this is the Baseball Hall of Fame. The all-time hits leader is not in. The all-time home runs leader now is not in. The pitcher that has won the most Cy Youngs, which is the award for the best pitcher in the MLB, not in. is not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, They've barred all three of those. The only person in history to hit 60 home runs in a season three or more times, not in the Hall of Fame. What are we doing? It's a fucking museum of baseball. How are you barring all these amazing, amazing players, players from the Hall of Fame? Because you didn't like Barry Bonds? Because you could kind of be an asshole sometimes? All but, good people. But, but Ty Cobb's in there who was a blatant fucking racist? What? That's cool, though. That, that's okay. That's apparently okay. People love Ty Cobb. Like Babe Ruth played in an MLB that didn't even <laughs> allow black players to play, uh, right? Like he had black players couldn't even play in the MLB while some of these guys were getting inducted. But that wasn't like that. Man <laughs> <laughs> had a little color in him. That's all I'm oh god! I'm just saying that's as much of a performance enhancer as anything. I'm just saying when you when you bar an entire race from playing the sport, like that's in in a sense, making it easier to compete for the race that gets to play. Just, like, all of these different things are all coming together. But no, these guys took a stand, so good for them being... And it's not all of them, obviously. Like, Bonds got, I think, 66% of the vote. Closer. They need 75% to get in. And they'll have a chance on, like, a separate committee next year, but apparently that committee is even going to be harder for them to... To convince, so but, it just pisses me off. They like, are putting the people, a committee the together. That I grew up watching. They are putting a committee together. The reason together I want, to, like to, to watch for those guys, play. like people who who aren't on the ballot anymore because they missed their ten years, they're putting up like no, a yeah, that committee. That committee always exists. It's always yeah. yeah that that committee has always existed, but that but what what I've read is that that committee is going to be harsher. Like they're not they're not going to be more lenient toward these yeah, to these guys. They're going to be harsher. In it, though. It's not so just writers. In, in so reality, they're, they're, they're still most likely not going to get in. I mean, yeah, but some of these players I mean, are yeah. they're just as much of pieces of shit themselves. Just like, oh, well, in my era, we never would have done this. I'm not going to allow them into this hall. Like, whatever. Fuck all them. I hope I hope they I hope you're right, Joe. I hope they get in because they deserve to be in. But yeah. Fuck, fuck the baseball writers. Fuck them. They've made a joke of the Hall of Fame, and I hope somehow we get it rectified in the in the future. But <clears throat> good episode, fellas. Yes, sir. Good episode. Felt some juice in that one. Sorry for my technological problems. But Did you say juice? We'll sign it off here. We will uh, get this one uploaded here shortly. Yeah, some juice to it. Okay. That's yeah, no pun intended. That's not what I heard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, damn. <laughs> like, got real aggressive at the end. <laughs> right, I get it. I get it. All right. I was connecting. Okay. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next time.